0: Welcome back, everyone, to yet another installment of TXR, episode number 122, the prime place Sunday nights to listen to intense discussions on all things Xbox and everything else in the gaming industry. I'm your host, Invader, and I'm always thrilled to be here, and we've got a lot of hot topics this evening, but first, let me introduce you to the TXR panel crew. Megatron, buddy, how you been?
1: what's up people i'm doing good doing good ready to talk some games uh we had an excellent monday so uh <laughs> ready to talk about those that all all the news
0: <laughs> well said definitely man yeah let's get right into this but first jeremy hey buddy how you been you've been playing anything good the past week nah i've been st- i started sekiro again
2: so uh, i'm doing well and actually I kind of breezed through it um now it's crunch time and I'm getting my butt kicked from a couple of boss battles but uh oh. it's been a good week, you know.
0: Nice. Nice. What are you playing on like a hard difficulty now or just regular?
2: Really? Invader Sekro is like really hard. Yeah, I
3: don't <laughs> think it has a, it a steady <laughs> No, I, I honestly I don't know. <laughs> I haven't
0: touched it to be honest. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I think there's just one mode. One difficulty yeah very hard kick your ass okay all right all right i'll take your word for it i definitely gotta look into that game um hey uh shock my man how you been uh i see you've been upgrading and uh you know working out the parts for your dreamcast
3: yeah i've been doing some mods to that uh i was trying to get it work with my ps2 but my hard drive i ordered uh it's it's dead so <laughs> I, oh man. Got to order another <laughs> one. Damn Seagate. It should have gone Western
0: Digital. Ah, uh, yes, Western. Yeah, Western Digital is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you got a new fan in there too, right? Yeah, a new fan uh, and a kind of like
3: an FPGA board if if you know what that is. But yep, got that upgraded. Sure. Got me
1: nervous. Here. All my hard drives are, that are under my television are all Seagate. Are they that bad?
3: <laughs> no, all? I mean, I just ordered it, but. I was just like, oh cool. This is it gonna do my PS2 thing? Or basically the same thing to my PS2, like you saw there with my Dreamcast, where mm-hmm. I put like the now, old PS2 library.
2: No, shock. The- are you are you buying the actual games? Or are you just of emulating them? Yeah, okay. The copied games, okay. Yeah. Well,
3: yeah. they ain't reselling them anytime soon, so
0: <laughs> that's right. Indeed. And hey, Centurion, great to see you, bud. By the way, really, really good video the other day highlighting our interview with Thomas Mahler. Excellent stuff. Oh, thank you.
4: And there's also an article to go along with it that should be appearing on lordsofgaming.net. I haven't checked to see if it's gone live yet, um, but as far as I know, they were kind of holding back um, a little bit of content to just make room for all the stuff that they got going on at PAX. Brother or not, how you guys been?
1: Good. I've been good, man. I kind of yeah. regret
4: that I didn't go to PAX. You know, I've always
1: wanted to go. And uh thought it was gonna be somewhere else um this time of the year. But um looking at all the photos and stuff and info from the Iron Lords, uh yeah, I feel like I missed out on something uh, great. So
2: I don't know, man. The way you're promoting yeah. uh, the coronavirus, I'm not sure <laughs> if you would have went over there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, hey man. It's look it's scary times, man. I don't know. It's just it's
2: not scary times, Jesus.
0: It's just in the end of days. <laughs> Everybody settle down. This isn't 28 days later or anything like that. Just
2: yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not the London it's not the London plague. Let's get over oh it. Oh my gosh. Well, well, we'll
0: see. Again, cooler heads prevail, guys, but uh E3 you know
1: 2020 on notice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you already here first. Yeah, well, considering GDC is like mm-hmm. canceled, officially canceled. That uh, <laughs> ooh, you know, that's pretty rough. That's pretty bad when a whole bunch of developers are have to cancel. There's
4: a rumor going around saying that they're actually moving the date of GDC to a later date. We'll spawn, yeah.
0: I don't know about, well, maybe. Um but you know what guys, before we head into tonight's first topic, I would just like to tell everyone listening in that we have a giveaway going on at the moment, and it is for a digital copy of The Division 2. Now, look at our pinned tweet on our Twitter profile on how to enter, and the contest ends March 9th. So coming up very soon, guys, definitely check in on that tweet. And hey, we want to give away this code, The Division 2. Excellent game. A lot of people have uh, picked it up the past week or so, so definitely get in on that.
2: Good job, guys. We're giving away a $3 game. All right.
0: <laughs>
2: hey, you said it ti- me. Hard times on TXR, I guess.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what a disaster. Oh, my
0: wow. God.
1: It's a great game, though. Three bucks.
2: It yeah. is.
0: It's a very good game. I'm glad I picked it up.
4: but It'll have so much more meaning for the person who won it from the awesome TXR podcast.
1: Stay tuned to everybody. That's more where that came from, too, by the way. We'll have plenty
0: of $3. It's not about the price. It's the thought that counts, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, definitely. But uh, you know what, guys? Let's dive (laughs) right into our first topic. And, you know, last week we had a whole bunch. Well, actually, earlier this week, uh, we had a whole bunch of announcements uh, from Microsoft. Microsoft dropped a massive amount of information on the Xbox Series X. And it was done by Phil Spencer over on Xbox Wire. He announced a whole bunch of new features uh, that he shared with us. One being quick resume, which allows players to suspend multiple games at the same time, returning to the games near instantly without the, uh, the need for uh, the wait for the title to boot up. Also, another key new feature is uh, smart delivery. Basically, it's a streamlined way to shift into the next generation of gaming. You buy your games on Xbox One once, and you get a free upgrade for the Series X. Now, according to Microsoft, it empowers you to buy a game once and know that whether you are playing it on Xbox One or Xbox Series X, you are getting the right version of that game on whatever Xbox you're playing on. So guys, definitely some interesting tidbits dropped here from Microsoft. What do you guys think of these new features? So, uh,
2: the thing it's it's an absolute beast, no doubt about it. But the question's going to be: Is will the developers take advantage of the hardware? I think that's that's where what it comes down to because it is an insane piece of hardware, no doubt about it. But it remains to be seen whether or not again these people are going to take full advantage of of the hardware. So because, um, you know, games are being developed from the ground up using the platform like Sony is. You know, Sony's, Sony's games are developed exclusively for the platform. Uh, so I think you're going to see graphic comparisons between the PlayStation 5 exclusives and the Xbox One Series X multiplats. I mean, that's what they, essentially they are, multiplats. All over social media. uh, And I don't think it's going to be in favor of the Xbox, even though it's going to be a superior system. And I mean, one could argue that, you know, Rise, Son of Rome is still one of the most impressive games on just a regular Xbox platform to date. And that was way back in 2013. So I think, you know, when it comes down to is again, are we going to see games that take advantage of the, of the system or just, you know, are these just going to be multi-plats, you know, souped up, you know, it it just, it just remains to be seen. So I think my favorite feature uh, overall is that quick resume. I think it's, it's very interesting uh, just, you know, for the fact that you're going to be able to uh, uh, play multiple games and then just stop and, you know, go to another one to play another one and, you know, kind of play multiple games at the same time. I hope, but we'll see. I mean, but what do you guys think about that? I mean, well, if
1: Hellblade is to be anything, I mean, that looked phenomenal, right? And was there not rumored to be running on the hardware that we're getting from the Xbox Right. Series? Oh yes, right.
2: Yes. So, but that's but that's like- what I'm saying. It's are we gonna are we gonna have games that take full advantage of it of the system of the system hardware? I mean, I don't so see why I, they would I just hope so.
1: Well, yeah. I don't see why they wouldn't take advantage even even with third party has to offer. I mean,
4: 12 Uh Well, the that's Rebel. the whole... Go ahead. I was just to say that's the whole premise behind the smart delivery. It knows you're on a Series X. You're going to mm-hmm. have assets and features and resolutions and all that good jazz that we never really see because it's always running in the background and we're all ooing and aahing over it, but All that comes with playing on the Series X. You're never going to get those assets delivered to an Xbox One S or an Xbox One X. They're going to be on the Series X. And I mean, like, I really don't see how they're not going to take full advantage of it. Um, They are, it's their first party studios. Obviously, they're going to push their first party studios to take full advantage of what the Series X has to offer.
1: And then considering the fact that you know most most of the average gamer you know usually they're playing third party games anyway, but like I said, I mean CD Projekt Red said it all right. Um, when you buy that game, you're going to get that uh, updated patch, and um, it's going to take advantage of the system, if I'm not mistaken. So you notice they free. didn't
2: say uh, PS Five.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we but all I- they might be under marketing. Uh- uh, contract right <laughs> yeah, <it could laughs> so, be. everybody was together. saying like sony's done this you know wh- why are you guys all
3: celebrating i'm like sony did it for like super super indie games never did it for any like their big first party games mm-hmm. and it's like you should be celebrating it because if microsoft's doing that then it's going to pressure them to do it it's not an automatic definite that sony's going to do it for like last of us or ghost to Tush- uh to
0: right mm-hmm Yeah, it's interesting because obviously Microsoft has let us know that we won't have specific Series X exclusives going into like the next one or two years, but there will be games taking advantage of this, and we also got a bunch of like different tech details along with this information drop of features it'll have direct x-ray tracing so it'll have much better real-time lighting and reflections and hey if you've seen any of that stuff like like with the improvements on like certain games like i've seen some really impressive stuff on for example control uh, For the PC games that have similar tech, man, like the reflections, it's just oh, absolutely gorgeous. I can't wait to see how similar tech on the Series X uh, does that to games. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Also, we have variable rate uh, shaping, which helps devs prioritize individual effects on specific game characters, or important environment objects. So a lot of really cool stuff going on here. And they also confirmed that the Series X will support 120 frames per second gaming. So, you know, definitely some really cool stuff here.
2: And I do like how they gave a lot of information without releasing really any of the specs. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be 12 teraflops, but that's
0: about it. That's all they released. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's interesting. It was just out of the blue, right, Jeremy? Because obviously we had done uh, our show last Sunday, and then we wake up in the morning. Phil's just like sitting there at like four o'clock in the in the morning, uh, and he puts out Sorry. this uh, release. Mo- yeah, Monday morning. Oh man, just out of nowhere, out of nowhere, just dropping all this information. It was just really interesting to see them do that.
1: You know, yeah, it was just awesome that they finally confirmed. You know, just you know that is. 12 teraflops. My favorite feature right now I'm looking at is the four generations of gaming and um just like they did with the X and um everything else with backwards compatibility. I mean, I wonder if they're going to be taking advantage um you know some of these uh these games uh that were already released on the, the uh Xbox are they going to be uh are they going to be updating those if they're going to No, I think
2: the- it's going to be the same process as it is with the X, meaning Developers are going to choose and pick whether or not they want to take advantage of the hardware, you know, so
1: I hope so. I really do hope so, because, I mean, everyone, I'm I'm pretty sure everyone on this panel has a back catalog. That's just like ridiculous. Oh, yeah. uh, So and I want to see like control control has already come out and they have ray tracing as well. I think
0: for PC, if I'm not mistaken.
1: You know, if they're going to implement yeah. that with uh, mm-hmm. the X Series
0: X, well, that's what I was talking now, about because that is just stunning—the difference between mm-hmm. it being activated and not. Like some, I know some people have downplayed it, but to me, just the like the visual quality alone is just very impressive. Now, they previously
2: stated that there were some features that are not currently on PC. Have they announced those features yet?
0: Anybody? I,
2: don't I think I it believe-
4: has I think it has to do with the rDNA2 that okay. the rDNA2 is not exactly available right now to you just can't go to your local Best Buy or hop online and <laughs> buy rDNA2 hardware because right. that's what we were talking about on GRG um with 108 Dragons uh me and Megatron on Friday night mm-hmm. and uh they were talking about how this could be potentially how amd is actually showcasing rdna2 by Mm -hmm. using the xbox series x as this showcase for that product because i've heard i've at least seen rumors and read a couple articles about how it could be released as early as around june for Mm -hmm. the personal individual to buy rdna2 or Mm -hmm. releasing sometime just before the consoles are released
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a maybe, custom Maybe yeah. even simultaneously, yeah Yeah, a custom design right. processor Leveraging AMD's latest Zen 2 and RDNA 2 architectures Delivering four times the processing power Of an Xbox One and enabling Developers to leverage 12 teraflops of GPU Performance, so Yeah, that's yeah,
4: like 12 teraflops of RDNA 2 uh, If you do the math on it, is like I I I guess around 16 teraflops of what
2: we're used to. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy.
1: Now, I don't game on, a, on game on PC at all, like hardly ever. I tried once and it was a fail. Um, do they have suspend resume on PC? At, currently, do, is that a feature that they have on, on PC? Does anyone know?
2: I, I don't, but I think it has to do with kind of what kind of drive you're using, if I'm not mistaken, and, and the software that's inside the game so i'm not sure mm-hmm. but i'm not sure
0: mm-hmm. yeah i'm not 100 yeah. sure on that either because i don't game on pc all that often besides the, the occasional rts but um no that'd be interesting to uh find out maybe if somebody in the chat knows
1: so jeremy you don't yeah. think that uh rare and see if thieves 2.0 when it comes out is that going to take advantage of the uh the full power of uh the i don't think no i don't think i don't
2: think uh What's your favorite well, i don't game? think I don't think Sea of Thieves, uh, Rare's going Rare's gonna to implement something like that because number one is they they want to have CF Thieves across all platforms, even if you're running on a low end PC. And they, I think they've stated that before. So I don't think I, I don't see them. You know, I know it was a joke, but I don't see them taking advantage.
0: Hmm. Well, well, I mean, it's going to be curious, right? If I can... Yeah, as- well,
2: maybe maybe in terms of frame rate. Go ahead, Centurion
4: i was just wanting to say that if we it's kind of regretful that we haven't had a first party studio title kind of sell games off the shelf in the way i'm thinking um with red dead redemption 2 which was actually a game that was marketed by sony it was marketed in a way where it actually created confusion on it being an exclusive to the sony platform uh, but if you read a lot of the reviews for the game and the people who were, um, oh, my gosh, the, the picture junkies, people who look for that best experience to, pl- to play, and yeah. it was actually selling Xbox One X's because um, Rockstar Games took full advantage of what the Xbox One X had to offer. And that's where I'm looking for these big studios like, um, CD Projekt Red, um, Rockstar Games, and some of the other bigger ones to actually take invo- full advantage of the hardware. As long, I mean, as well as Microsoft's first-party studios, because there's no reason for them not to.
2: Right, and, and that's what I'm talking about as far as pushing the needle goes and and bringing people over to Xbox. I think by having the most powerful system on the planet, console anyway, uh, you can have people buy software on xbox play on x xbox buy controllers etc etc and i think that's how you're gonna move the needle
3: mm-hmm
0: yeah they definitely though they need their first party devs to uh pick up the pace and definitely showcase the console i mean obviously we've had trailers for i mean hellblade 2 but sony sony's first party studios they do a really good job of showcasing like the in-house graphics they they definitely know how to uh, push their consoles to the limit and i I want i want to see microsoft's first party studios do that i want to see 343 do that i want to see you know big and small uh, the big and small studios do that I mean, we still haven't seen anything from, again, compulsion. uh, And, uh, hey. The initiative. uh, Well, I was going to say turn 10, right? Turn 10, we haven't seen anything from them uh, since 2017. So, oh, yeah. So they'll definitely. I have a feeling we're going to see a graphical showcase come E3. So that's if we get an E3 this year. So fingers crossed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you know what, guys? You know, kind of hitching on to that we're going to continue this with our xbox uh, series x talk and there's also been some new details and along with all the info dump cd project red had confirmed that players who purchase cyberpunk 2077 for xbox one will receive the xbox series x upgrade for free now according to cg uh, CD Projekt Red, gamers should never be forced to purchase the same game twice or pay for upgrades. So, guys, what do you think about Cyberpunk 2077 being one of the first games announced for the smart delivery system? Because this seems like a very consumer-friendly move for them, but well, both for CD Projekt Red and Microsoft, really. Well,
2: first, I want to say that Xbox picking up, you know, the marketing rights for CD Projekt Red, uh, Red's epic game uh you know Cyberpunk is huge the game's based off Mike Pondsmith's pen and paper tabletop I'm not sure if people were familiar with that but Cyberpunk will be I mean the tech behind it uh Cyberpunk will be the first uh I think that has like that crowd uh new, the new busy crowd tech I'm not sure so it's going to be interesting how uh, the Series X as well as the PCs uh, kind of use the technology that's given to him. So the game has been developed uh, in development for I think over like a half a decade, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's going to be worth the wait, but I think it's a nice add-on. Uh, and I think uh, Centurion touched on, uh, touched on it best when he's when he compared, um, not compared, but he 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 talked about Red Dead uh, and the em- enhancements made on the X and how that was uh you know that was beneficial for the xbox and i think picking up cyberpunk uh you know with the marketing rights and and the whole um uh you know easy transfer is going to be beneficial for it
0: Mm -hmm. no absolutely because that's one of the most if not the most hotly anticipated game going into uh you know the tail end th- of this gen it, it's it's huge it's massive
2: yeah I, I think it's gonna rival uh you know grand theft i think it's gonna push grand theft auto numbers uh it might be too um hardcore i maybe you know to maybe push those kinds of numbers but i think it's gonna be probably the game of the decade uh could be um, but we'll see we'll see how it goes
1: i had the pleasure of seeing that behind the scenes uh during e3 uh 2019 and it was all from what i saw which they finally released to the public was awesome and i agree with you i think it, it can possibly be the game of the decade easily and um uh i'm happy that they're going to take advantage of the x you know and uh give it the, upgrade, the xbox series x and give it the upgrade um especially off of the drama and everything all the stuff about them uh saying that uh it was being delayed in the first place because of the xbox you guys remember that so I oh yeah definite plus it sheds a light on a great a positive light on uh things when it comes to the xbox so uh i can't wait man it's definitely uh, it's it's right under my um you know halo infinite and uh cd project red is like close second uh to halo so um i can't wait man
3: when did they push it back to now uh, september, september. <clears throat>
0: So, I mean, it's really, what do you, like, we got a few comments in the chat here. Uh, where is it? Um, for example, there's, Logic Wind says that there's a rumor floating around that Cyberpunk 2077 may launch on Game Pass the same day it releases. What do you guys think about that? <laughs>
1: be huge that'd be crazy Uh
0: i mean (laughs) i'll be be honest guys the likelihood of that i mean i don't know like that i my mind my mind says to doubt it but my heart says another i don't know like do we really think that microsoft and cd project red are that close so
1: relationship that i know personally for a fact that that uh cd project reds had a great relationship with uh microsoft for a long time so. well i mean it doesn't
2: matter the relationship it's whether or not so this is what's gonna this is what happens during these kinds of transactions and again i'm just kind of guessing <laughs> but usually what happens is you know they they come to the table with how many games they're gonna sell or think they're gonna sell in that window and yeah in that window and if if xbox uh, maybe they fall short of subscriptions or fall short of of units uh, digital units sold or physical units sold, then what, what Xbox does is they'll cover that. So they'll write them a check for X amount of dollars. And that's how, you know, basically that's how they're going to cover their losses or not. So, but it's, it remains to be seen how many how many units this is going to pull. Now, let's say it, it does launch on Game Pass, then that's what they're going to do, you know, as far as the subscriptions go. So I don't know what you guys think on it, but that's my um my take you on it. it all together <laughs> that's the way it works i don't know i mean, i, I get i guess
3: but a you know, interesting just, guess yeah i could see it maybe like six months after or something but i, uh-huh. I don't think it's day one
4: yeah i'm kind of right there a the few months after launch i'd be shocked if it took place that would definitely be the moment where the world would find out on you know, is Game Pass going to really be something that works for the long run? And if it was still successful sales-wise and also did awesome on Game Pass, I'd see a move like that actually not meant to just sell the game, but also to sell consoles. How many people would go out and get consoles um, or have um, Game Pass marketed Xbox One Xs and Ss with Game Pass subscriptions inside them so they can play Cyberpunk? I can see them doing
1: it as a pack-in during the holidays, like you know, at launch around those times. Uh, um, Froggy, uh, Froggy T. Right, um, he says he really doesn't think uh, they want to lose the Christmas sales. Which I kind of agree with too. So,
2: what to see? Well, we number one is we still don't know how many people ha- have Game Pass. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know those numbers. So, what if it's only, uh, you know, two million people? I'm just, I'm just. You know I'm just guessing, but what if it's two million? So uh you know they could still sell plenty of C D of uh, cyberpunks
0: mm-hmm. so I don't know. Uh well that's probably that's low that's lowing I don't know man like remember when they were giving away for a dollar at E3 last year like I think there's a little more than two million
2: <laughs> well they're giving they're giving them away for dollar for people to sign up and hope they stay on the subscription you know disney disney plus didn't do that you know they can, you got a free week and then by the end of the free week you were charged uh you know what was it seven bucks or something like that or nine i forgot how much it was mm-hmm. but now you know microsoft keeps coming out with that dollar subscribe 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 you know and, and it's for a dollar hoping people you know sign up and stay on the service and uh you know which is probably our next our next topic, which is the transparency uh, transparency topic. But mm-hmm. you know, they need to be more transparent with these numbers moving forward. I know why they don't do it, but,
1: um, yeah. I don't care about the numbers. I mean, going to that topic, for me as a consumer, I don't care about how many subscriptions are to Game Pass. I care less. Just give me my games. Let me play them. And
0: um, as long as my friends are there. I'm happy. You yeah. know what? I agree, Megatron. But at the same time, it is in, kind of interesting, like you know, just to know like the numbers, like how they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. So, especially when they tout it as a very successful um, uh, subscription service. So, like uh, guys in the chat here saying, yeah, Jez from Windows Central estimating twenty million uh, stick that's figures. A little, that's a little high. I think I'm, I'm, I'm in
4: the ten million I, camp on that one. I think I you're remember on the what
0: Windows you're in the ten Central. million. Yeah, yeah, I'm
4: in the 10 million
0: yeah. camp. Yeah, Stick Figure is estimating that as well. Uh, definitely some good uh, guesses here, guys. You know, you guys are uh, in the chat are doing a pretty good job here. And again, guys, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, Froggy T. Right, Chisno Elite, Stick Figure, Logic Wins, Hazardman. Uh, a lot of cool people here tonight. Panther Crane. You know, We appreciate you guys taking the time to join us. And we're having a, a really awesome chat here. Um, but... I'm just curious, guys. Who who here is uh, thinking of getting Cyberpunk 2077 when it releases in September? Uh Asking oh. the chat and the panel, guys. Who on the panel How is you planning on getting? <laughs> I it? think everybody. I think oh, that's one won. of the
2: most anticipated anticipated games. Like I said, of the last uh what last ten years, RG I think. Never
1: pre-ordered the closest edition. It's pre-ordered in Best Buy, and I'm hearing there's a rumor of a controller too. I'm definitely grabbing oh, yeah. that. <laughs> so whatever it is I got the, the player's guide, which I still collect those. That's on pre-order and on Amazon. So I'm I'm already day C
2: D project Red is not gonna fail at this game. It's gonna be a game of the year contender, no doubt about it. And I think it's gonna be interesting coming, you know, the holidays when Halo releases and you know, shortly before or shortly after the cyberpunk. And I think they're gonna clash.
4: Let's play devil's advocate though. Come on. What if this game actually turns into a situation that, uh, eh, you know, it actually turns out to not be something that everybody, it turns out, so, let's just say it, it turns out into an anthem situation.
2: It, I know it's not, but it's going to, no, I mean, it'll, it, yeah, it'll be the like, biggest disappointment in gaming history. They show crap when
0: it
1: came out. No, 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 no. This is different. I mean, go back to their video that they're no, showing no, you no. gameplay. They're showing nah. you gameplay like this. This is legit,
2: you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, am basing it just on faith, you know, mm-hmm. and and the, and the track record of CD. Mm-hmm. And you could say the same thing about Bioware, but uh, you know, Bioware wasn't the same after the EA acquisition. So um but we'll see. I mean, you could play Devils Advocate. No, Cuz I'm but...
4: I'm looking for I'm looking forward to the game. It's just um yeah. forgive me. I meant I remember when everybody was going around You're... Anthem is going to be yeah. the next thing since sliced bread. Destiny and I was Killer, one of them. I was stuff. one of them. Anthem, yeah. anthem, anthem, anthem and then all of a sudden Anthem came out and it was like, "Oh boy." So now I'm like Yeah. It's that whole thing of like you don't want to get yourself too hyped up just for stuff like that to happen i guess i don't know i mean i think to
2: me red, i this think this game yeah like, I, game like, like I said i have a. <laughs> yeah i have a little bit more faith in cd project red than than ea or anthem i mean i'm sorry ea
0: or uh bioware, BioWare. yeah cd project Red have kind of uh you know slowly proven them, themselves to like listen to their fan base and uh, just be really pro-consumer in a lot of ways but, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well, Cyberpunk 2077. And I, I will most likely get it, um, even though I have a massive backlog. I know we always talk about the backlogs, but, you know, it just it looks so impressive. I got to get it Plus, but... I don't think around that time. So
3: because Halo is probably not coming out until November. Mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima is
0: probably not worth, especially if you've played uh, Sekiro. Sekiro. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sure in the coming months we'll find out about a whole bunch of games that we didn't even know about, so... We will definitely see. And you know what, guys? Going on to our next topic. And recently, Xbox head Phil Spencer spoke with Insomniac Games head Ted Price, who also hosts the Game Maker's Notebook, the official podcast for the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences. Now, during this conversation, there was a bunch of interesting takeaways, including Phil calling for greater transparency on key issues in the gaming industry one being just again an example here development crunch and he stated that now it kind of feels like kind of feels like outside looking in is where a lot of the negative analysis comes from and sometimes rightfully so he continues saying but i would like us to be at the forefront of that as well if we want to talk about crunch if we want to talk about game loops that are exploitive all these things i'd much rather see us have an open conversation with each other. And he went on to a, a whole bunch of other things as well. But guys, what do you yeah. make of Phil's comments on the industry? Because besides he crunch, was, you know, they highlighted he, other concerns.
2: Yeah, he was a little vague about it, I think. Uh, I, I do find it interesting how this piece came out. Probably the same day the the report came out that mixer morale was low. (laughs) I just find it interesting, but yeah, uh, we'll we'll
0: touch on that later. But yes, (laughs) uh,
2: you know, transparency means a lot of things. Like I said, so what is he talking about? But in in business uh, relationships, uh, friendship. But for myself, I think transparency uh, is about you know we talked we spoke about this in my last my last job transparency is about sharing information and telling the truth with integrity, you know, having integrity is the most important uh, thing we can do as human beings is have integrity and do with everything that we do. Um, So you heard the saying, um, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, but I'm sure Phil and the team uh, would love to have fans see how the bread is baked inside Microsoft's headquarters. But to show them that, you know, they're listening, obviously. But um, but when it, you do that, it kind of hinders conversation internally uh, with its own teams. On top of that, uh, knowing that um, others are watching like on YouTube uh, and other streaming platforms and just listening to everything from like Twitter posts, blog posts, YouTube, everything. Um, kind of influences people and I think you see that. I, you guys see that in some of these statements that people make whether it's, you know, Phil's VR state uh VR statements and then he, he goes back and later explains to what he was talking about and you know, it just it, it's just different. So what I would agree with Phil is his quotes saying um you know, the the more public we are the more uh, we own our opportunities, uh, what do you say? The more we own the opportunities we see. So, I think what he means by that is, you know, the more o- the more open we are, the more we talk about it, the more things um, get Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's what he means by it. But I do think it's interesting how uh, you know the mixer report came out and then this came out at the same time, but. What do you guys think about that? You think, you know, Phil, on one end, you think Phil should listen to the fans and get all the feedback and just talk about it? Or you think he should give and take a little bit about, you know, the feedback and going that with, with Xbox and uh, kind of working with that? I mean, what do you guys think about it?
1: What do we need to know as fans, you know? maybe unless it's something like pertains to like, okay, so I'm going to buy a store. I mean, I'm I'm anticipating a game that's coming out, um, maybe like scale bound. Right. Um, yeah. so in that case, I would probably want to know why it was canceled. Is, is that what he means? Because anything other than that, you know, I just want to buy my game. And well, he, like, I can hear. So he was talking,
2: he was talking about in, internally, you know, with uh, internal problems within the teams and transparent, uh, I'm sorry. So, who was he asking the
1: questions? Like, I'm I'm trying to find the, the 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 thing that you guys posted up here. But is he asking
2: us? Is he telling us? To I, I think or? it was he was talking. He was talking to, was talking to Yeah, Ted uh, Price. Okay. Ted Price. But he was talking about you know how diversity plays a role and how it's important. But I, that's what I'm saying. He was he was really vague about what he was talking what he was talking about on this. So. Um, i mean transparency could mean a lot of things but just like i said but like i said if you if you listen to everybody and you're transparent about everything and you're just throwing it out there and you try to fix those problems about what other people say you're going to have a lot of problems moving forward because all this information's coming out and you're trying to use all that information instead of sticking to your guns like what she's doing right now you know feels very uh, pro um, you know he, he has a plan and he's doing everything in his power to make sure that plan's setting Xbox up for the future mm-hmm.
4: Um, I'm wanting to kind of just because I read the article and what I took away from it is Phil wants people to also be able to take the the bad with the good they all see the glory of the gaming industry and it puts a false perspective on what people think is really going on. And if they get into the gaming industry, that it's going to be like this false narrative that seems to be out there. Um, Mm -hmm. He wants them to be able to be transparent about some of the things that go along with the industry, like crunch um, games that get canceled. um, Mm -hmm. Just there, there, it is a very demanding industry because we see how demanding fans
2: get. So he says that, but on the flip side is you know there was no transparency with Lionhead. there was no transparency with with uh you know um press play my, with pre- yeah exactly with press play there was no transparency why scale bang got cancelled there was no transparency uh about how you know xbox was going to get their software fixed and why the games are are you know we're going through development struggles and why people were, were talking bad at, at Lionhead and and why people's morale were low at Lionhead and you know it's just it was a down it was a snowball effect so you know and and now he's talking about being transparent just to me it's uh I don't want to say he's being hypocritical but I mean well, a lot of that
3: was on the old regime as well so. You that's know, probably you know, he couldn't right, say yeah, before when right. he wasn't like vp but
4: see that's where i'm with shockley because i'm going to look at yeah. it from the i'm not gonna I, I don't you know i've talked to you in private downer and you know sometimes talking about your past is really hard even for an individual let alone a company and that was actually a very uh, troubled time for xbox you know there was rumors floating around at that time that the xbox brand was going to be sold off that uh Nadal over there had no uh, desire to keep going and gaming because he didn't see any potential. Phil Spencer turned a lot of that around. Right. And I think he's really wanting to put that behind him now because at the time, you know, Phil Spencer may be the man, Phil Spencer, but he wasn't in the position that he is in now during those troubled times. You know, he was just getting to the point where he could sit to next to Nadal at the – the CEO table and actually mm-hmm. be able to get some pull with him and he didn't as soon as he got to that table it's not like he could be like hey this is what i need blah 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 he had to sit there and convince him why the Xbox brand was a viable brand and they should continue investing mm-hmm. in it now here we are 15 studios later um yeah there's a lot of drama there's a lot of chaos that occurred on the way but i think uh Phil Spencer did a really good job with you know, with at least what was at his disposal and what he had to work with. And definitely, I'm pretty sure he's wanting to do things differently now. This isn't how he wanted to start off a generation for sure. And that's why he's looking forward to this next generation because he wants to give Xbox a fighting chance kicking off a generation.
2: And that's why I said what he said was was kind of vague. I mean, I don't know what you guys think. I don't know what you guys took away from it and uh, whether or not uh, it was vague or not. But to me, the message, you know, about transparency was was a little vague. It so, depends.
0: I'm mean, just coming through this
1: now, and I think this is more just the industry in itself and the things that go on inside, and really has nothing to do with the consumer per se.
0: Well,
2: so well, he li- he, you have to listen to the the consumer. But I know what he's talking about. I mean, I was, they're just talking about he, more internal things. I'm looking right. Here. Yeah. So.
4: Yeah, I, I'm as a small joke, you know. We all know how the chicken is cooked. We all know that it should be cooked at a certain temperature and all that good jazz. But over at KFC, they're not giving us the secret herbs and spices. You know, they're communicating to us they know how to cook, but they're not going to tell us how they do it. Man, that's a, right. it's and that's right. That, and that was my point to where. It's good. You know that. Good. Yeah,
2: that was my point to where mm-hmm. you know you only give you, the, your your fans only so much to to you know. To a point to where if you give them too much, it kind of hinders uh, well, development, and and you know just what's going on at Xbox internally.
4: Mm-hmm. We definitely, as fans, definitely need to understand that just because we bought a console or invested in the ecosystem in some way, shape, or form, does not make us um, stockholders and and. Does't mean we should have access to information that really doesn't pertain to us. We should just play our games and be merry and not worry about what the real mm-hmm. internal struggles of the
2: company are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I disagree with you on that one a little bit, but you know, I just from a consumer's perspective, I mean, we Xbox makes a lot of money off us uh, to share to say that we're not shareholders. I think. Um I don't know we uh, we put a lot of money into Xbox. So We put a lot of money
4: into Xbox understandably. That's where they need yeah. to I just don't feel like Xbox hasn't listened to me. Xbox has given me Um, What I need to feel comfortable investing in the ecosystem and I haven't really had a problem with not knowing details like how many people are truly in Game Pass, how many active users are on Xbox Live, how many units sold because I'm not concerned about those parts of the business. I as a consumer feel like I am at least getting what I'm paying for
3: that's
4: how i
1: feel internal like you know you hear about some type of sexual harassment or child labor laws or something like that again you know right i agree with you like i can care less um yeah like as, as long as i know as i know why they and... don't
2: release yeah i don't i know why they don't release those kinds of numbers it's because they're protect you know phil and and uh Satya are protecting their their shareholders you know exactly. that's what it comes down yep. to and and I understand me, but you know, at the, on the flip side of that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you have other companies that release their numbers. Um, Everyone's got a different business you know, model and how they, yeah. you know, have. With it these just children. depends. Yeah.
0: Now, I do believe, guys, that you know, it does. They do need to have more conversations in the gaming industry and highlight all you know the issues that are all well, just you know, big problems, whether it be for consumers or just, you know, just general industry things. Like, for example, Phil had did mention predatory monetizations and you do see this a lot. I mean, certain publishers and developers are worse than others, for sure. You look at sports games, for example a lot of them are littered with bloody loot boxes and microtransactions. i mean look at fifa right just bloody littered with it and they're not even too worried about trying to fix the game you know they only add like you know they put a new touch of paint on it and just add a you know a couple of little moves here and there update the roster and then that's it you know and then uh for dlc they make like uh billions of dollars off a dlc alone uh fighting games. Heck, uh, you have Dead or Alive Six right now. They have about twelve hundred dollars worth of DLC that you can get. <laughs> Dude, is, that well. all,
1: is that all cosmetic? All
0: cosmetic? Yeah, it's yeah, I'm pretty sure most of it's cosmetic, but still, like you know, that's unheard of. I'm not even kidding about the numbers. See, in a
1: situation like that, then just don't buy it. Uh no, so well,
2: I, listen, listen, if you want to see uh, you know, 36e titties in your face (laughs) five 500 (laughs) different ways then you can buy uh, you know that that content (laughs) 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 right I mean really that's what you're paying for you're paying for those uh, you're not playing to look at those swimsuits you're playing to look at how the swimsuit looks in those you know in those uh, yeah didn't they make it (laughs) what was the question what was what well part of it's free to play, you know. You still have oh, okay. to play for the core game. Mm-hmm. You still have to pay for some of the fighters, uh, et cetera, et cetera.
3: I thought they were kind of doing like a killer instinct.
0: Something sort of similar to that, but I mean I mean, yes, it is optional, but at the same time, like it's there, there's just a lot of it out there. Like there's a lot of really gross DLC out there. Um and it just you want to see quality content, not just like, you know, pay like $1 for a different hair color kind of a situation. But I still think the sports DLCs are like the worst for that. I mean, again, you look at FIFA, EA is uh, they weren't ranked as one of the worst publishers around, one of the worst companies around, you know, without uh, you know a reason. Right. But uh, what Phil touched on, though, I mean, he does. These conversations are good to have about transparency in the, the industry, but I, I do understand what Jeremy talks about though because he, he is being a little bit on the vague side when it comes to certain things. But you know, slowly but surely, we are having these conversations and they are important. What do you guys think uh, in the chat? Uh, do you like what Phil is saying? Uh, do you want to see more of that in the gaming industry? Uh, have more of these conversations about crunch and all that because. I mean, really, we should be talking about that, I think. Um, But, you know, we're going to move on. And, you know, speaking about crunch and transparency, as uh, Jeremy had alluded to earlier, we're going to move on to a very, I'll say, revealing uh, topic. And it's also very concerning. And there was a report released earlier this week saying that, morale over at Microsoft's Mixer team is very low. And of course, Mixer is Microsoft's streaming service, formerly Beam. And while it was reported months ago that the original founders had left, I think we had touched on that. Mm -hmm. What hasn't been reported, though, is that an additional 16 layoffs have happened because of budget constraints, budget cuts. Mm -hmm. And that number, it's about 25% of an already small team. So that's Pretty significant, kind of a skeleton team there. Now, With this, going around is a video of an internal Mixer Town Hall. It features the newly appointed general manager, Shipla Yadla, talking to employees. But instead of calming things down, uh, it just kind of has the reverse effects. Uh, During her talk on the concerns of the Mixer employees, she refers to their feedback as blah, 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 and considers issues as negative feedback. She says that she is not there to sympathize with anybody. So, kind of harsh stuff here, uh, <laughs> really, especially when we just talked about transparency. Um, so, guys, yeah, some enlightening stuff here. Uh, what are your guys' takes on this? Because as Microsoft has tried to be a, you know, they've obviously tried to be a bit aggressive with the service. So, how do you feel about the, the whole Mixer morale situation? So,
2: when things are bad. You know, stuff like this comes out when things are really bad. Uh, you know, it's just you're going to see reports like this come out. And for those who have, have ever been into a, a in a town hall meeting, what it is, is you go, you know, it's it's a business meeting. You go in there, you talk about the numbers and then you talk about concerns. And then that's what that's what the manager did was, uh,
0: you know. I don't know. Was this their boss, Invader? Right? It's the new uh, newly appointed general manager. Yeah. Yeah. T- yeah. Talk about
2: setting the wrong impression, uh, giving the wrong impression to people, and then just setting a bad a bad example. If you watch through that god.
0: video, it is like I want to watch it, but it's it. I can't it, it, it. I didn't see oh it. my god! It, this girl, this I lady's insane.
2: It. Like, yeah, it, yeah. So. First of all, Mixer's never gonna catch up to Twitch or YouTube. It's not gonna gonna, yeah, (laughs) no, no, it's not gonna happen. And it has (laughs) nothing to do with who brings over the biggest names and who has the best service. None of that matters. What matters is people are afraid of change, especially when it comes to social platforms like Twitter, Twitch uh you know youtube all that stuff because twitch and youtube are embedded and i mean embedded into the video game culture nobody will ever leave just like nobody's ever gonna leave facebook nobody's ever gonna leave twitter or any other platform let me ask you guys a question and go ahead ahead. you know tim's not here you know tim has almost twenty thousand followers but You think Tim's ever gonna consider leaving leaving Twitter for another platform? (laughs) Why? Why do you think that is? I know you guys laugh, but why do you think that is? And it's the same reason why you guys will never leave those platforms because your friends, the things you love, you know, your sense of status, same applies here, same applies uh you know to mix i know we're kind of,
1: of sometimes when you just you just already established that you're already there and it's just no it, no that's it, totally different that's yeah, I'm totally different saying like it's just you're, you're talking about
2: t- ample, apples and oranges the point is mixer is dying and there's not a single thing that Microsoft can do about it. I'm sorry but it's a culture thing so you know but as far as you know the the uh the manager saying what she what she said and morale being low. You think you would hear these kinds, Did we hear these kinds of things when they signed Ninja or, you know, they, they brought over these other big names from Mixer. Everything was all peachy. And we thought, we thought Mixer was going to go be the next best thing since sliced bread. It didn't happen. So, um, and there's nothing they can do really. They, I mean, they can't barring, you know, some major shift in the cosmos <laughs> You know,
0: it's not going to happen. So, um, you know, but that's my take on it. Well, remember, it was reported that for Ninja alone, uh, Microsoft had paid, (sighs) I want to say something like $20 million, something like that.
2: Wow. That's crazy. Like, yeah. um...
0: Um,
4: I feel sorry for this lady, though, because if this video is true, I'm pretty sure that doesn't go with, Uh, the Microsoft way of thinking because (laughs) yeah yeah, you know Phil Spencer is actually a from from right here a vast majority of the Microsoft uh, higher-ups are pretty easy to deal with individuals and when you got someone that's talking like that um, it doesn't look good for the image of Microsoft and so we what we've seen a lot lately is Microsoft gets in front of this stuff real quick and I'm not going to be surprised if we end up hearing something from Microsoft about this whole incident.
0: Yeah. Well, it's possible, but I mean, obviously, this internal video is not supposed to be uh, showing out, but it is very uh, illuminating.
4: They would want to get in front of it if it was like that, where it's not supposed to be revealed. And maybe, you know, they were unaware of this situation.
2: But exclusively talking. uh, Oh, go ahead, Shockley.
3: Oh, it's like impossible these days, like not to be political, but there's that, uh, I think, reporter or news anchor that got like demoted because he was talking like, you know, nothing crazy, but he was talking yeah. in like, a, I think they're in like a formal like, you know, just meet and greet with people. Yeah. Oh. Phone like recording and like took stuff out of context, but it's like you can't even have a personal conversation with somebody, you know, ha- drinking, you know, at a get together and someone's recording you or has some type of recorder in their pocket. It's like,
2: yeah, well, it depends what kind of state you're in. So uh, depending on the state, it's either a one party or two party, whether or not you're able to record somebody or not. I guarantee you, if you're uh, in a two party state, you know, you would have to notify the person that you're recording saying, hey, we're going to, we're recording you and you, you know, you can't, Mm -hmm. No, for things like that. But
0: Now I'm curious, uh, in the chat, do any of you guys use Mixer? Because I I, I use it occasionally. I'll admit, I don't stream as much. I I go kind of, I I kind of prefer Twitch personally, but I mean Mixer's not bad. I've never had any issues with it. Uh, Anybody here on the panel uh, stream a lot, or? I've been trying.
2: No, we've been trying. I've been trying, but I don't know.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh like mixer's a nice alternative, it's just I kind of just prefer uh the way Twitch is, right? So I just find it more reliable.
2: But that's what I'm saying. People are so comfortable and and accustomed to what you know those platforms offer. Uh and you won't leave because you've already developed that up base and you know you've you've streamed on it and you have fans on it, and people watch you on it and it's, it's an investment kind of and that's what that's why people never they'll never migrate to mixer ever so I don't care what you do but like I said barring some major you know what if what happens if if uh, I know it's impossible but you know you someone would have to be bought out for them to be a major change or you
4: could see them implementing a rule that just totally peeved off the community. Like what? Well, kind of like, you know, like what happens with the YouTube community, how you get like Yeah, Oh, yeah. Like if they started doing stuff like that, you could alienate people to go. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I know uh, what the YouTube, uh, you know, uh, you know, people were a little irked about that. But was it enough for people to uh, uh, massive, you know, massively quit? And you have to In, uh, in order for that to happen, you have to have another alternative and not to say that Mixer's not the other alternative, but, uh, you know, I so. will
4: say there's other alternatives to YouTube, but they're nothing on the scale of YouTube.
0: Right, right. No, of course, of course. But uh, and that's
2: and that's what I mean by it's embedded in our culture. You know, it's just it's it's basically a way of life. You know, it's everything to people, and for people for people to, to to just up and you know switch uh and that's what they don't get you know that's I, I don't know why they spend all this money bringing over people like ninja uh and mm-hmm. you know it just to me it's just waste it's wasted money mm-hmm. you know and i could have told you that
0: that's the thing too it's not just ninja there's shroud and there's a few other names there as well right and like uh, ninja does get i mean he does get a whole lot of viewers on um on mixer but uh, yeah i'm still not seeing like the same draw rates as to what twitch is going at and i don't know guys like i haven't really seen any big new features implemented into mixer as of late and i don't I just, there's mm-hmm. it's not the same talk right everybody still uses twitch as far as I know
2: so but in order to change, you have to change the entire Mixer program. And, and you know, looking at it from uh, what you can do about that. I mean, just, I don't Yeah, you're streaming games. Well, what else can you do? You have to think outside the, the box. And that's what these leaders are are uh, tasked to do is, you know, trying to think outside the box, bringing people over to Mixer. You know, how can they do that? Mm-hmm.
0: No, that's true. Um but it's it's just amazing how, uh, how much of a small team Mixer has, because you're talking about a company that is one of the richest companies on the planet, and they mm. have such a skeleton team. You know, it just you have Microsoft okay. Game Studios, for example. They're they they're doubling their bloody studios, and they keep buying studios, but yet they're, uh, they're slowly dwindling their uh, their streaming service.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a little bit different with Mixer, though, because it's um, uh, at the end of a game cycle, you have a finished project and then you sell it, you know, all up to the what the budget is, you know. But in this case, you can't if you're leaking money, you can't just throw money at it and hoping it's going to get fixed. You know what I mean? So it, it's what happened. You know, you can't you can't spend a fortune on payroll. And and to fix the problem and have all these people work for Mixer, that's why they had cutbacks. You know, you can't have all these people working when the top isn't. You know, it's when things aren't going well, because you know that's how you go bankrupt. That's how companies go bankrupt. So not to say that Mixer is going to make Microsoft bankrupt, but Mm -hmm. uh, if there's a leak, then then Microsoft has to plug it up. And if there's uh, you know and they do that with just controlling the cost that's why there's a scouting crew that's why there's a scouting crew uh you know working on mixer right now because of that
1: mm-hmm. oh, i mean I l- they eventually get that all fixed you know so i mean they they are investing a lot of money well-
2: getting these guys in well you know. the maybe, they're aren't gonna cut,
1: come. maybe they're making the cutbacks to you know just in, re- yeah. on staff to just re- well, that, that's where people, what people get
2: disgruntled and they get unhappy because because yeah. there's cutbacks because people are leaving because people's friends are leaving because the working conditions aren't good because you know there's they're working on the scouting crew they're working you know i don't know if they're working Workload, of course you know We're workloads different uh, there's a lot of pressure on them because because things aren't good you know when things aren't good uh you have a lot of stress and there's a lot of pressure involved mm-hmm. so
0: yeah i mean i i do want mixer to succeed i i i do think that they're still gonna carry it forward i don't see them getting rid of it anytime soon because yeah. going into next gen i mean as somebody i think it was I can't remember who was in the chat but go going into next gen obviously streaming is going to be in their best interest moving forward and who knows what other plans they have yet to announce
4: i think they're going to make some big moves with mixer next gen to try to establish it as a brand before you know they start i guess officially considering it a lost cause I like the fact that mm-hmm. I could
1: just go into my console and hit broadcast, and everything is just seamlessly all just kind of ties in together. And it's only the mixing; this is all I know, per se. I'm not really familiar. I'm barely. I'm actually barely familiar with, with Mixer and all its ins and outs. But you know, I go in, play my games, hit broadcast, and I know the people mm-hmm. in the party chats' voices are broadcast, and it just works. You know, and um, but uh, I hope they get it figured out because I enjoy doing. I enjoy doing it when I do stream. I mean it is fun so but uh I just hope to get it fixed you know and uh
3: yeah it's a well so, bit, built system at least from what I've mm-hmm. experienced yeah. it so another,
2: another zinc says the Xbox division makes plenty of money this is nothing well you know each 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 branch or each uh, entity that um Xbox owns uh, whether it's uh, you know LinkedIn, whether it's Mixer, whether it's Xbox, yeah, they report to the top. But at the end of the day, they they function almost separately. They all have their separate budgets. They all, uh, you know, that's why everyone thinks that you know um, throwing money at it is the way to go. Yeah, they're throwing money at it, but that's for that's not Microsoft's budget. It is Microsoft budget, but you know what I mean. It's mixer's money trying to move what they need to move in order to have people come to their platform uh but yeah i was just wanted to to make a comment on what other zinc uh, was talking about
0: mm-hmm. of course well it'll be interesting to see in the near future what happens with mixer uh, if they have any more features to announce and so on or even if they address uh, any of these reports coming through but again i like mixer i think it's a it's a pretty good service as it is. I don't really use it as much. Again, I use more Twitch, but I hope it succeeds. And, you know, I hope, I just hope they address these issues because it's a shame when companies, uh, well, you know, kind of, uh, you know, they don't listen to the feedback of their employees, but, uh, we'll see. So
2: invader, let me ask you this question. Why, how come you don't move over to mixer? I just have more,
0: I have more experience with Twitch. I have more of a following on Twitch that's why
2: okay so that that's basically what it is you have more of a following on twitch than you do on mixer not because you're more comfortable with the platform i mean i mean that's that's part of it but yeah because you have more follower followers on twitch than you do Mixer, right and you don't want to let that go and you don't want to start from scratch again essentially correct
0: well there there's an aspect to that of course i mean i'm not denying that you're absolutely right uh but I don't know, I just kind of prefer even just uh the layout and I'm just more so, comfortable with it yeah.
2: So think think from that perspective what would bring you over to Twitch? I mean to Mixer. Think about that. And that's what these that's what these managers have to think about and that's what these people have to think about. How can you get these people to move over from uh you know from their platform to another?
1: Name your price Sin- invader. <laughs>
2: Centurion, (laughs) you have any thoughts on that? Tell me.
1: What would would it take for a fader to get over to Mixer? A thousand bucks, come on down. Tree
0: Fitty. Centurion, (laughs) what do you think
2: about that? What was your question? Never mind. Go
4: to sleep. I know, I I knew your (laughs) question. You are asking what it's going to take to get people to come over to Mixer. Right. You would have to make it completely different than Twitch. Yep, you would have yep. to make it complete
2: well, and you, it,
4: have no? to make, you would have to make it appealing. You would yeah. have to look at all the complaints, uh, uh-huh. gripes, and everything else that has made people not enjoy Twitch, yeah. but it, they, but look at what why they put up with it. Yeah, we and we need some we need streamers. Because I hear a lot of people um with Mixer get alienated real quick because Mixer um promotes the the, the celebrity streamers the mm-hmm. ones that have already established themselves where Twitch it's it's easier to get found when you're not a celebrity. Um, really? So
3: I feel like if people have always said the opposite.
4: Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like people well, are going go to off.
3: Mixer because there's nobody big on it, so it's easier to. Well, people to that find you. before
4: that was before Ninja and them. Oh, okay. I, I, this is like this is what only I hear from the only person I know that streams as, like, um, on the daily. If I'm correct, he does it at least five times a week, and he actually streams on Mixer and Twitch. And he actually just recently started his Twitch channel. He actually migrated from Mixer to Twitch. So, um, I think that it's just the politics of Mixer that alienate people from trying to make it a long term thing. At least that, that's the impression I'm getting from the stories he talks about.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I do agree with you 100% that they need to, to think outside the box as far as bringing people over, not just throwing pe- throwing money on, on these, uh, you know, let's call them what they are. Maybe influencers. You want to call, call them influencers?
4: <laughs> I'm wanting to throw money at it. They need to find a way to make it really easy for these streamers to get paid by being on the mixer platform yep you know i'm gonna be up front you know you just gave x amount of million dollars to ninja if you were to allocate some funds to uh get some kind of a system going where it's very easy for you to get paid by streaming on uh mixer you would get a huge following that live leave twitch real quick so what's the difference become
1: a mixer partner i mean are we all mean, we're
4: talking like as far as far as i know i don't do it so if someone in the chat corrects me please again i don't do it i can only go off of what i hear but you need to have so many subscribers you need to have so much of a watch time you know how like on youtube they have watch times like the Mm -hmm. average view duration and Mm -hmm. all that you have to have like a legit watch time like people actually tune in and stay tuned in I i guess it's a lot and uh Uh, Sometimes when you submit to be a partner, they don't always okay you, and they never tell you why um, from what I hear. They just say, you weren't approved, try again. And I've talked to people that have tried two or three times before finally being accepted to being a partner on Mixer, Um, but it's also the same on Twitch. Um, I guess it's just a lot easier to deal with on Twitch. I don't really know the whole ins and outs. We'd have to bring him on the show one night, and maybe he would be able to tell you more. Yeah, I you know, really you like guys to know, know who forward. he is. I just don't know his name.
1: I would really like to know, like, somebody actually streamed to be able to tell me all the differences uh, between YouTube, Mixer, and Twitch. Because I don't, like, I don't stream. So, maybe, like, you know the answer to all of this. Like, what would entice me? I mean, what are all, of, all the different companies doing? Yeah.
4: So well, he gets in. All... That's why I'm saying maybe one night with your guys' permission, we'd have him on and you can ask him. But you know i guess they have like on mixer what's the currency on mixer isn't it like some kind of like embers embers Embers. Embers. yeah which has its own and like he can even tell you about how that works because that's actually part of the monetization that they receive Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, absolutely but well Again, guys, we'll see further down the line what happens with Mixer. Uh, I hope the best, but, uh, you know, they still have uh, you know a road to climb. Uh, but you know what? We're going to move on. We're going to move on to our next topic, our final topic for the evening. And I'm going to ask everybody here. Could we see Kojima Produ- Productions working on the next Silent Hill game? Now, no. Oh, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) Konami
2: Konami still owns the rights to Silent Hill.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. But it it just you know, there's some interesting teases here going on, and uh, you know, chat, listen in here. And a few days ago, Kojima Productions they they shared an image of Hideo Kojima working on something secretive with something you know with some very interesting takeaways, some hints. Now, for starters, that dated... And I quote, sorry to be silent. Now, obviously an interesting choice of words considering Kojima's Silent Hill connections. And also of note is Kojima holding like a pyramid brand pencil. Also another reference to a popular Science Silence Hill character. Now, and there's some other stuff hidden in there as well. Now, fellas, obviously we only have some teases here and you know there there's some uh, yeah. complications as jeremy was alluding to but do you guys think it's likely that we'll see kojima productions next game being a new silent hill title you know because again there are connections here some
2: i i think the latter is i mean he can just rename the thing you don't have to call it silent hills you can name it whatever the hell he wants and make his own horse spin on it now it it couldn't you know it doesn't can't be anything affiliated with silent hill whatsoever you know you can't talk about the lore you can't talk about uh you you can create its own creatures obviously but you can't mention silent hill it can't be in the same you know (laughs) even vicinity but no really i mean he would have to call it under a different name and you know has any of you played the pt demo i do at all besides myself
3: (laughs) yeah i have it on my uh you can redownload it too if you delete it so just
2: so you know no you can i can i yeah, tried can. Th- i tried to downloading it it didn't let me you can do it what yeah i'm gonna let right i'll send you the it? link the pt cool thanks shock the what uh it's the, the it's demo?
0: the pt the silent hills demo pt uh i think okay. it stands for playable uh wait playable teaser i think that's what it stands for pt right yeah yeah, yeah. Um yeah it's but, like it,
2: uh, yeah. you would like to see the Silent Hill series come back it's my favorite horror series of all time uh, just for the stories alone um so yeah i mean the only thing that can happen also is konami could publish them uh but i doubt it cuz they I, I can't remember another game besides its own franchises where konami has published a, a game under its uh, under its under its banner, mm-hmm. so I have no idea how it can happen, but yeah, Kojima could call it something else, you know. S- maybe you can call it Silent Mountains. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah,
1: it's going to be some crazy DLC to uh. Whatever that game was, Death Stranding, <laughs> because as long oh. as, as, long as yeah. I'm not carrying, you know, backpacks, did you ever finish that game? By the way, Jeremy, like, as long as he's not carrying backpacks and whatever, I guess. which one, Death Stranding? Did you ever finish? Like, oh no, I
2: haven't finished it yet. Okay. I haven't finished it yet. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. like horror but games. I day. think maybe Shock Shock is probably the only one who's played the original, either one, two, or three. Which of one? The Silent Hill series. Hell no. What? They're on OGX. Well, I had it
3: right? at an N64 back in the uh, '95. Oh, 95. shock! I
4: believe I played Silent Hill yeah. Two on the PS2.
3: I was in '87, so I wasn't. Wow. I was like 10, so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Made the right choice. because Silent- a lot of
3: those games on PlayStation were dog shit. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. And platformers? Silent no platformers to speak of on PlayStation.
2: Dog Silent shit. Hill Two is probably probably the best horror game. Of RPGs, time. they
3: had them. It was- super good
2: yeah that's true mm-hmm. but um yeah i mean what did you think of uh silent hill 2 Centurion?
4: i'll be up front i wasn't a big mm-hmm. fan why i don't know um mm, for probably some controls. reason i enjoyed the heck out of resident evil but you put me on silent hill i, yeah.
2: I was
3: just i felt I like i felt bored hard to go from resident evil 2 to that.
2: Yeah, I mean, Silent- let's be honest. Silent Hill is not known for its gameplay. That's for sure. It's yeah. in, it's, it's known for its, its The most lore, I played was like 4,
3: <laughs> which I thought yeah. was kind of interesting. But <laughs> well, Very I beat it. I
4: remember beating it. It was just maybe it was the fact that I started Silent Hill 2 as my first Silent Hill game. So yeah. I had no like backstory or anything like that. But I mean, there, there was times where you're just like, I felt like I was bored and I wanted more action than what I was getting.
2: Right. Yeah. But I think Silent Hill 2 has probably one of the best story elements in video game history. I mean, if anybody knows the story of Silent Hill 2, it's probably the best out of the series. Um, I don't know. It's really good.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Silent Hill's definitely known obviously for its atmosphere and the uh, storytelling. I, well, that yeah. and just general uneasiness. <laughs> but
2: so, so the short the short story behind Silent Hill 2 is uh, you know, the the, char- the main character got a letter from his wife telling him to go to Silent Hill, right? So it turns out, I mean to make everything short, uh it turns out uh you know, he she did send him a letter. However, you know, it, it, she she tells him to go to his you know our special place, which is the lake in Silent Hill. Um, so he goes there and he goes into the room that they were engaged in, and blah blah blah. And he he pops in the tape into the VCR, and and it shows a recording of him killing his wife. So he he's he killed her, and the reason why he killed her was because uh, he made. Um, she made his his life miserable because she had cancer and he had to take care of her and that's the reason why he killed her so wow. in the end in, in the end you face off um you face off against your wife uh on her deathbed and she's sick basically she's sick on her deathbed and that's who you're fighting you're fighting a demon um you know, it's just a crazy story I like it
1: Sounds interesting. I never played it, so I never played Silent Hill. Yeah, they
2: had. You can buy it on the Xbox Store. Yeah, they so got a few titles. Have... Yeah, I'd go back and and play that. It's really
0: good. Mm-hmm. Like I would. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely check out. I, I, mean, I played the maybe one of the Silent Silent Hill games, but. Uh, it's definitely a series that like I don't have a lot of experience with myself, but I would I would definitely like to go back to some of those earlier games. They should uh do uh like a remake of the first one. I mean, it has a lot of uh accolades obviously. That'd be cool. Yeah. But so you guys don't think that uh Kojima would be uh int- Kojima and Konami would be interested in uh I don't know kind of mending things and uh working on a new Silent Hill project?
1: Well, maybe maybe they'd be better like just remastering, you know, some of this stuff so people can get reinterested in it because I don't remember I've never played any of the games. It sounded interesting for what Jeremy said, but like I never really Yeah, it's my the it's series, definitely
2: my favorite
3: favorite I Feel horse like Kojima could just time. make make the game he was going to make anyway. And they couldn't really stop him. Like
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. If anything, that a lot of that was a teaser. So a lot of his other ideas, like whatever he was planning, like they can't come come back and say, like, hey, that's our work. They didn't even know he was making this. Like apparently the yeah. rumor is that he had a separate team of uh his Fox or whatever his studio making this. And that's where it kind of got silent dropped during like E3. And he was Mm -hmm. like chief executive, like officer of Konami. So he can make a lot of those calls. And he had ties with uh, what's Andrew House. So Mm -hmm. they dropped it. And then that's where people were saying that's where a lot of the black, a lot more bad blood was coming with Konami. They were like, hey, you can't fucking do that. That's like, (laughs) (laughs) like, you can't just (laughs) like, we didn't authorize you to do this. And that's when Konami immediately pulled it like it was there for like a couple weeks. And then they said, you know, if you didn't already redownload it, like it's it's gone. So that's why um, they freaked out and pulled it so quick. Cause they were like, cause it blew up overnight. Cause people were like, what is this? They, cause it was called PT. No one knew it was silent hill or whatever. So that's the rumor behind it.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Well, to make funny, it totally look terrible. Funny enough. I was hearing something. I remember it was like a month or two ago about, well, there was a, the rumor was that uh kojima productions was going to be bought by sony and that they were working on a silent hills related game so i don't know guys i mean
2: well they can't that's what i'm I saying mean, they can't do it they can't they do it konami right owns it unless unless this konami publishes them yeah mm-hmm.
3: no absolutely Like you can make ukulele even though it's basically banjo kazooie
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no good one there yeah no that's true um yeah instead of uh silent hill it would be like loud mountain or something i don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> wow
2: or uh or you know making halo you can just name it Killzone. kill
0: zone <laughs> life yeah. stranded <laughs> life <Life-life laughs> strand boom 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 yeah but no it'll be interesting guys i would like to see that um you know that universe no one needs to put that shit up. in vr
4: i know the one titled that would make jeremy freak out if he ever saw it on playstation which one o- ocean of thieves
2: i've never heard of it
4: ocean. no i'm just i'm <laughs> saying if they, to, if they were to rip it off I'm like, <laughs> if they were to make a rip off
2: of the of thieves you'd have ocean of thieves oh my oh god,
0: my god. <laughs> Oh, no, it's uh, ocean of ocean of givers.
2: They do. What's that one? What's that one game that? Um, uh, who makes it? The makers of Ark makes it. It's the oh, you're talking about version Atlas. Atlas. Yep, that's basically Sea of Thieves, a better version of Sea of Thieves. Oh,
1: here we go with the bashing of Sea of Thieves game of the century.
2: So look at if Atlas, well, if Sea of Thieves had Atlas's depth then that'd be game of the year easily. So just throw in Atlas's depth in Sea of Thieves and it'll be the best game ever made.
4: I saw a glitch montage for Atlas that made me not want to buy that game.
2: But that's what I'm saying, it, the the aesthetics of the game is horrible, you know, that's why I won't go and play and play Atlas. But you throw it in the body of Sea of Thieves and we're talking some major some major game here. You were because having fun ha- the
4: other night with us on Sea of Thieves.
2: Nah, I should have shot him in the back when he was carrying
1: that barrel up those stairs, man. I wanted to so bad.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I should have pulled it just
1: for this show, just just for
4: the- <laughs>
0: yeah, get a little oh. uh, highlight reel going. Oh my gosh! Put yeah. it on the channel. Megatron uh, takes out Downer,
4: dude. dude that would be a hot. Hi- that that whole night was a highlight reel. Somebody go downstairs. Make sure the boat wasn't hit. Did All years you Downer going, hey, was- the water is up here.
2: <laughs> oh, but <laughs> so that wasn't fun that night though, man. That was fun. we dominated those the the skeleton boat. Yeah, and we for some reason two seconds boat went down, and two then- seconds I went downstairs and it was already filled with water. 30 Nothing minutes later, us. we
1: had another pirate ship come by. They were flying. Two seconds after they passed by, we just exploded. I mean, the whole boat just, I don't know what oh, happened. Oh,
4: that's right. That dude hopped on board. <laughs> that dude straight up kamikaze. He hopped on yeah, board with a barrel and, like, oh, shot man. it. Yeah, I remember he blew the whole boat up.
1: I streamed that. I think it's still there available to watch. I mean, it was I mean, it was two weeks ago, actually. To I don't want to yeah. watch that shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing when I saw it again. Like, oh, my God. I
0: remember that plain as day because I was running like towards mm-hmm. the ship with Jeremy. And yeah, I just I see like the ship just like fly past right past our ship and then the guy jumps on and then bam like it just starts like there's like a huge explosion like see
1: if these can go from zero to 100 within seconds man that's i love that game man so i don't know why you always bash it jeremy it's a good game damn it you were fishing and everything damn it,
0: <laughs> Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. you were fishing <laughs> uh no it's yeah he good was game. Yeah, it's interesting going back to that game after like not playing it for six months. Like, I was like, "Oh, dang!" There's uh, definitely a lot of new stuff here. But let me a- tell you
2: something. Sea of Thieves is like some gr- a woman I used to date. Oh god, she was nice. She was nice on the outside, but when it got to the nitty gritty on the inside, she was a fucking disaster. <laughs> and that's what Sea of Thieves <laughs> is.
4: Oh my God! So you're saying Steve no Thieves is he like an
1: ex- he's never satisfied? So you know it wasn't her fault; it was his fault.
2: Yo. So you're saying Steve yeah. of Thieves is like an ex girlfriend? Mm. Pretty much. He's
1: never satisfied.
2: So you guys remember the um the uh, it wasn't a Twinkies commercial, but it was the uh the Hostess Cup. The, the chocolate cupcake commercial where the, sh- the shark sees like a, a donut hole and, you know, it's really a fat lady, um you know, surfing on an inner tube yeah. and he goes up to it and he goes and, you know, the fat lady just pops off the inner tube and the shark's stuck in the in the boat into the into the into the um inner tube. And he goes, hey, where's the cream filling? And that's the way I feel about C- Sea of Thieves. There's no cream filling to the game. So
4: it's just yeah. in. Downer says Sea of Thieves has no cream filling. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. <laughs> but you guys don't remember that commercial?
4: I remember I commercial. remember it. All right. But yeah, I don't. I feel like if you want me to be absolutely 100% honest about Sea of Thieves, to truly find that cream filling, you got to bring friends if you're soloing it you have to Mm -hmm. be a special individual to do that game
1: i've had fun with the damn game solo you know i know but i know
4: i will definitely say i got the i was able to meet someone on that game one night because i left matchmaking open on accident Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden someone's on my boat and i'm just like oh great and he actually turned out to be a really cool guy showed me how to do a, a skeleton fort with only two people we actually hung out for a little while and so, I asked him what it was like playing that game by himself, and he said it's like there's almost like a a Zen to playing the Sea of Thieves by yourself.
2: Dude, it's so. So, f- so here's so the f- problem with playing with friends. Downer has no friends, so that asses me out right off the bat. <laughs> but you told me you loved me. I'm sorry, I do love you, Centuria. <laughs> you heard his description. You heard
0: his description of his ex, so he'll just leave you in a heartbeat. So. <laughs> 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 Yeah, he's always got some new side fling. You know, uh, he's just... It's always heartbreak wow. with Jeremy. Heartbreak. <laughs> but, you know what? Speaking of heartbreaks, guys, on that note, I think we're going to end off the show. And, guys... <laughs> oh, do you see it in the background? <laughs> do you got an American flag with an Xbox glowing
2: symbol yep. on it? See that? Eee, like that, huh? Dude,
4: I'm going to mail you a black cowboy hat to wear on stream.
2: I'm wearing a, a Montana hat. Look at it. Where's oh, your mask, Jeremy? Where's your uh, right.
1: anti-coronavirus uh... oh. <laughs> Acme kit?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that's awesome. I love how you're like, you know, it's just, you know, piece by piece. You're just adding to it. And the xbox is definitely in the room. It's illuminating.
2: We got to give something better than the, the $3 division game. Jesus Christ. We're working on it, my friends, slowly but surely. Something we can give away. How about we give away this? Hold on one second. Talk amongst these. Let me go get it.
0: Dang. He, gonna he, 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 he's going to get um, something. Yet you're...
2: <laughs> For a
4: second, when I saw him. Uh... Oh, never mind. I was gonna say as soon as he turned around and bent Those over, like, "Oh god, please tell me Those this isn't going." are
1: watching. Jeremy's on camera. He's getting ready to, you know, show us something. All right. This is. How about fun. we
2: give away this? And this is pretty cool. This is a a Link's Awakening box with shit. Can you see it? It comes with a a plush sword. A snapback of Link. Can you see that inside? Let me see here. Mm -hmm. The snapback, it comes with the notebook. It comes with some Zelda stickers. It comes with a water bottle of Link. And it comes, oh my goodness. What did I push? Wow. And it comes with that um, uh, Switch case. The Zelda. It's a whole Zelda pack. I think we can
0: give that away. All right, all right. Well, cool, definitely. Uh, as soon as the other one's done, we will definitely work on setting something
2: yeah.
0: up. I'm all right,
3: copy of sea of Thieves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah. It.
3: I'll let you know if I find any more uh, twenty dollars Dreamcasts. We can give those away.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right.
2: I think that Sea of Thieves is actually less than the Division. Now I think it's two dollars. Oh, oh my god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah i actually i really need to get in, back into the division too i was really enjoying my time with it yeah. Um, yeah, yeah i won't be able to make it tonight but they well, ruined that rollout
4: did you actually try it out since uh megatron got it
0: i i picked up a copy so yeah i
4: uh <laughs> wait a minute oh, i got lost oh
0: but yes, uh, I, I tried. Yeah, I've spent uh, a few hours with it. It's really cool. I I have enjoyed my time uh, with it so far. So, you know, for three bucks, you know, hard to really complain.
4: Oh, dude, I know everybody has been like buying that game for three dollars just to try it out,
3: see if it's their cup yeah. of tea. It's a solid game. I think last year though, they just the rollout was just terrible. Like <laughs> you were hitting a wall way sooner than I did in Division One. Well, there's like, also a lot of doing? back.
4: There's also a lot of backlash over the uh, the new DLC not being part of the what it looks to be not part of the season pass. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Oof. Yeah, because if you actually look, there's the Warlords of New York edition of The Division 2, and it comes with the season pass and the DLC. And I've read on a mm-hmm. couple forms that, yes, that uh, Warlords of New York... At least from what I'm reading, is not part of the season one pass, which has created a bunch of uh, uh, complaining. We'll call it. But yeah, people aren't
2: happy with that. So how about we do this instead? How about we give uh, give away three dollars as opposed to giving away the division that's three dollars? I feel better about that than I. Would. <laughs> Let's give the damn game away. Leave it alone. We'll figure something out for better mm-hmm. giveaways. Definitely. Uh, wait, okay. Starring. I want to know who's, whose idea was it to give away the $3 division? That's the that's the major concern here. <laughs> Invader, did you do that? It Don't was fucking it. lie to me, Invader. <laughs> did you do that? It was
0: it was agreed upon by me and another person. <laughs> I want
2: to know who that other person is because... I have if you a guys feeling bra- I know who. <laughs> Listen, if you guys brainstorm that, that's even worse right there because... <laughs> shit just happened I want to know me, Jeremy, I want names invader after we get off this <laughs> pathetic podcast I, wanna, no I want to
3: I want names for you Jeremy
2: <laughs>
3: uh, you should have waited till it's not three dollars anymore and then gave it away <laughs> 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 that'd make me feel better uh, yeah, yeah. like buy it now for three dollars and give it away when it goes back up
2: there will be more better much better giveaways
3: so don't yeah. worry no but don't
2: worry guys yeah that's concerning invader it's really concerning
0: you're concerning yes agreed (laughs) but anyways guys uh we really excellent show tonight we're gonna head off now and again as usual, we had a really awesome lively chat going on. Shout out to everybody that joined us live because I, you know, there is a lot of discussion going on. Hazard Man, thank you for joining us. I believe it was your first time with us this evening. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm Mill, thank you for joining us. Other Zinc, Logic wins, Jordan James. I know Supersonic Station was in here, and uh, Monkey uh abacab72 thank you very much my friend shizno elite you know always a good site Uh, lots and lots of really cool people thank you for joining us it was a wonderful show great to have you here and hey guys if you happen to like the show then definitely share it out and subscribe to keep uh to keep up with things txr now hey let's get to the panel member outros and shock hey man fantastic stuff great comments this evening where can people find you at yeah you can find me at, at
3: shock nero on twitter easy shock on xbox live but i'm never
0: on it like downer always says indeed uh speaking of <laughs> downer buddy you know appreciate your thoughts tonight uh, especially about you know not really i was about to say you know i i do usually appreciate your thoughts tonight but uh you know towards the end there man oh oh thanks for ripping me uh where can everybody find you at
2: i'll tell you one thing you're ripping is you're ripping our our freaking listeners giving away that three dollar division game (laughs) and you can't so look at okay make it two copies okay Mm-hmm. You're not going to find me anywhere because I'm going to be in a bunker because this coronavirus is going to kill all you motherfuckers. So, probably
3: <laughs> <laughs> don't worry if you're I'm just kidding. If your co worker gets it, he's coming to work to give it to you. <clears throat> oh my goodness, people don't stay home, man. They don't stay home when they're sick here. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, it's true. Same over here. Um, but yeah, Centurion. Always awesome stuff. Uh, where can everybody find you at, bud?
4: Oh, well, everybody can always find me kicking it right here on this awesome podcast we have every Sunday night where we just uh, talk about games and uh, make each other laugh. Rios will be found on Saltiest Gaming on Thursdays nights, um, shop podcast on Saturday nights, and you can also find me on social media platforms like YouTube, Xbox Live, and Twitter at Centurion1307.
0: Good stuff, good stuff. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Megatron, uh, my partner in crime, obviously, according to Jeremy. Uh, great show tonight. Uh, where can everybody follow you at?
1: Oh, man, as usual. Um, you can hit me up on me- uh, Xbox Live. Megatron One's my gamer tag. Uh, looking for some shipmates. And um, you can hit me up on Twitter, uh, Megatron underscore 1975. That's it.
0: All right. Good stuff. And of course, I'm invader. You guys can uh, follow me on Twitter at invader underscore one nine eight six. And I got a YouTube channel at you can go search it for invader gaming guys. Fantastic show. Thanks for coming out. And we cannot wait to talk to you next week. Next Sunday. See you, fellas.